welcome to the 445th episode of Travel Witch Radio. I'm your host, Dan Schlossberg, along with my friend and co-host, Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee. And this is the 11th season of Travel Witch Radio, the show that lets you enjoy the pleasures of travel from the comfort of your armchair. Every week at this time, we talk to people representing destinations, hotels, airlines, railroads, car rental companies, and others in the world of travel and hospitality, from authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists. If it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travel It's Radio. And tonight, we're very pleased to present Travis Curry, Manager of Public Relations for the Atlanta Visitors and Convention Bureau. Welcome, Travis, to Travelit Radio. Hey, thank you both for having me. I'm uh, happy to join the show. Well, we're glad to have you, too. But where do we start about Atlanta? Atlanta means so many different things to so many different people, from the Civil War to Gone with the Wind to the home of the world champion Braves and the beautiful new Truist Park. If you were sitting next to somebody on a plane and got into a conversation, how would you convince them to plan a business or leisure trip to Atlanta? Well, if I was on a plane sitting next to somebody, I'd start the conversation off with letting them know that Atlanta is actually one of the most accessible uh, cities, uh, you know, being the world's busiest airport, Hartsville-Jackson-Atlanta International Airport. But, um, no, Atlanta is – it really is a special place. Um, I I grew up in the uh, southeastern part of the U.S., and Atlanta really is a gem of a city. Um, It's an extremely welcoming it's an extremely progressive city full of history. Um, you know, as you mentioned, from the Civil War to the Civil Rights uh, Movement, uh, such great culture, food, um, museums, attractions, there, there really is something for everybody. And, you know, accessibility is a huge thing. You know, getting to the city, it's a, such an easy flight from so many parts of the country, or it's easy to drive to as well. So. Um, I mean, there's just uh, where where to start. There's so much that I could tell to hopefully convince them. Well, since this is Black History Month, why don't we start with the Martin Luther King birthplace and Ebenezer Baptist Church? Yes. um, So Atlanta is the the home of Martin Luther King Jr. uh, National Historical Park. Uh, Dr. King was actually uh, born in Atlanta, and uh, he – gave sermons at Ebenezer Baptist Church, and that area has now been turned into a national park, which also is inclusive of the birth home where he was raised. And uh, he and his wife, uh, Coretta Scott King, are both entombed at the national park, and it's it's an incredible experience. Um, There is an eternal flame that is, you know, significant to reflect on his life and in his legacy and visitors will be able to learn everything about, you know, his, his early rise in Atlanta and to, you know, spreading, um, you know, his sermon and his message uh, across the country and, you know, clearly influence the world. It's an extremely special place and um, one that absolutely cannot be missed by anybody visiting Atlanta. So appropriate in these days. And also, aren't those sites close to the Carter Presidential Library and Museum? I've been there, and I thoroughly enjoyed the experience. Yes, yes. The Jimmy Carter Presidential Library and Museum is not far from the MLK uh, National Historical Park. And 
Talk about a kind of hidden gem, um, if you will, in the city. Uh, you know, President Carter is from Georgia, and um, his archives are in there, which is one of the coolest things that I've, I've ever seen. Um, and, you know, you learn about, you know, his journey from, you know, uh, rural Georgia to becoming the president of the United States. And fun fact, there is a garden um, on the grounds of the presidential library that has an incredible view of the downtown skyline, one of the most beautiful gardens in the city. So uh, fun, fun fact there. Mm. History is very big in Atlanta, dating back to the days of the great locomotive chase in the Civil War. I remember seeing one of the actual locomotives from that 1862 Andrews raid at the Cyclorama. Has that moved to a new location, Travis? Yeah, yeah. So um, the the location where you did see that locomotive uh, was constructed in what used to be the Atlanta Cyclorama building down in Grant Park, which um, Grant Park is actually one of Atlanta's oldest neighborhoods, and um, the green space is, is one of the, the largest and oldest in the city. But that uh, site used to house the locomotive, uh, as well as the Atlanta Cyclorama, which, um, the, you know, Cyclorama paintings were these fully 360 view, um, you know, paintings that depicted uh, scenery and images, and Atlanta's actually depicted the the Battle of Atlanta during the, the Civil War. And um, several years ago, the Atlanta History Center uh, relocated the painting. It unfortunately had, you know, maybe gone into some disarray. Um, I don't know that they were able to fully um, encapture the, the, the painting, but the Atlanta History Center uh, built out this incredible facility um, to give it a new home up in Buckhead, and it's fully restored, a uh, full 360-degree depiction of the Battle of Atlanta. And it's, it's fascinating. They show a, a, an educational video to give you a history of the painting. And um, the locomotives are there as well. And the History Center has just got some incredible exhibits. Um, you know, Atlanta's history is, is a rail town. Um, you know, the railroad system and... It used to be called Terminus at one point, so uh, rail has a huge history in the city. So you can go to Buckhead and the History Center and see the locomotives and the cyclorama. Uh, they have an Olympic exhibit there, you know, when Atlanta hosted mm. the 1996 Olympics. So anybody who has any interest in, in history uh, will appreciate a visit to the History Center. We're talking with Travis Curry of Discover Atlanta. Travis, we know people can tour the world of Coca-Cola and taste from all over the world. What is that like? Yeah, so the world of Coca-Cola is a very incredible uh, facility. It's located uh, downtown across the street from Centennial Olympic Park. And, I mean, you know, Coca-Cola is, is known across the globe, and it actually mm -hmm. uh, what the recipe was created here in Atlanta. So it is the city's uh, hometown beverage, if you will. Um, and the world of Coca-Cola is basically a museum to, you know, this beverage, um, everything from its 
beginnings where uh, Pemberton, Don Pemberton uh, created the recipe. Um, they've got a room where it shows you all of the ads from over the decades with it. I mean, they, it's a, oh, there's a bodily assembly line. I mean, it's really cool. But the coolest part is at the very end in the tasting room where you have the opportunity to sample uh, flavors from different continents. So there is a section where you've got uh, the European flavors, and there's another one where you've got the South American uh, flavors. And um, if you when, when you do visit the world of Coca-Cola, you've got to go to the European section and try Beverly. That's the, the one you have to taste. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of tasting, I'm a huge fan of the Varsity which I believe is the world's biggest drive-in restaurant and the place where Nipsey Russell was discovered after doing his shtick on roller skates. I even saw Andrew Young, our former U.N. ambassador, sitting at the next table. Do you go there, Travis? I have been to the varsity. What did, what did you get when you were there, Dave? <laughs> oh, I got slaw dogs. There you go. Yep, that the chili cheese dog is, is my favorite. Uh, yeah, no, the Varsity, uh, their famous tagline is, what do you have? And it is a, a huge drive-in restaurant uh, located in Midtown. Um, everything you could imagine, burgers, hot dogs, uh, the, the onion rings are a personal favorite of mine. Um, I mean, you've got to go to the Varsity and get a cheeseburger and, you know, get one of the hats. And that is that is an Atlanta institution right there. Well, I bought a T-shirt, and I wear it all over New Jersey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Since Atlanta is the heart of Dixie, are there recipes and restaurants our listeners should know about? Well, absolutely fried chicken. Um, I don't care what anyone else tells you in the South. Atlanta does the best fried chicken. Um, <laughs> and you can have it in a variety of forms. You can uh, have a fried chicken biscuit, which uh, one of my favorite things is when I have guests visiting us from other parts of the world, you know, you say, would you like a chicken biscuit? And they're like, excuse me, a what? Um, (laughs) (laughs) So that's always, always fun. Um, No, but, you know, Atlanta, it really has some of those southern staples, you know, soul food, like um, candy jams and collard greens, uh, fried okra, you know, uh, meat and three is real popular down here. Um, A a really uh, famous restaurant for that sort of iconic Southern fare is known as Mary Max Tea Room. And, I mean, just every delectable, delicious Southern side item that you could possibly imagine they they have. Um, and another uh, famous place that actually is really significant in the regard to the civil rights movement because Dr. King and other leaders would actually meet uh, here and have their meetings, and that restaurant is known as uh, Pascal's, and they're in Castleberry Hill. Now, the original uh, structure where the civil rights leaders met um, is no more. They've had to relocate into a new building, but, uh, man, talk about some really incredible history and some good food. Oh, yeah. We're talking with Travis Curry of Discover Atlanta. Travis, there's more recent history at Centennial Olympic Park since Atlanta hosted the Olympics in 1996 and got Turner Field out of the deal, too. 
Didn't the Braves play there for nearly 20 years before relocating to Truist Park? Yeah, yeah. So um, as as we've mentioned, Atlanta hosted the uh, Centennial Olympic Games in 1996, and they built um, Centennial Olympic Stadium, uh, sort of just very in the southern southeast, just southeast of the downtown's core. And uh, once the Olympics had wrapped, um, the Atlanta Braves made that their new stadium and named Turner Field, uh, named after Ted Turner, who was the owner at the time. Yeah, and they played there from 1996, or excuse me, 1997 to 2016. And what a cool thing that the Olympic Stadium was converted into a baseball stadium. And I have some really great memories of driving up uh, to Atlanta from the Florida Panhandle with my family. At one point, they were all obsessed and knew all the players, and we had to be at the stadium two hours before to catch a glimpse of them training. Uh, but it was it was really great. Um, Turner Field was a really special place. I was actually at the last uh, game uh, back in uh, 2016, but uh, the Braves have moved a little north of downtown, northwest, uh, and Truist Park is an incredible place. I mean, uh, their their new home is is really great, you know, and that's where they brought home the uh, the World Series trophy uh, this year. Yeah, I know that. I actually, I actually went to games three and four in Atlanta, and I, I really loved it. It was terrific. Wow. As, as a Braves fan, as a Braves fan, it's even better, of course. First time in 26 years. Yeah, right? It's, it was time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Travis, what did Centennial Olympic Park today? What do we find there? Yeah, so so right downtown um, where during the Olympics, um, it was the Olympic Village. So it was where everybody would go and be social and, and hang out. And um, they completely renovated it, and it's now a 22-acre green space um, in the heart of, the, of, of downtown. It's really gorgeous. Um, they've got the fountain of rings there that the kids can run around and play in when the weather's warm. Um, and it's surrounded by the attractions, such as World of Coca-Cola and Georgia Aquarium and National Center for Civil and Human Rights. And there are hotels that are walkable to it and restaurants. So it really just creates this incredible green space in the city that's accessible when folks are coming to town. Um, I mean, you really, you know, if you fly into the city, you can just take the train from the airport and be right downtown in 20 minutes and not even have to use a vehicle. So we're, we're so fortunate to have um, that incredible asset right downtown for our visitors and our guests to explore and enjoy, especially all of the wonderful attractions that are literally across the street from it. You kind of touched on my next question. Is Atlanta still a magnet for business meetings and conventions? I know it's got a tremendous airport and terrific ground transportation that not only includes the MARTA subway system but also surface streetcars. Please tell us. Yeah, uh, we Atlanta is, is one of the nation's top cities uh, for conventions and events. Um, we've got the Georgia World Congress Center, uh, right, right downtown, not far from Centennial Olympic Park. It's actually a uh, part of the the campus, and it's one of the nation's largest convention centers. And so, uh, throughout the year, you know, the pandemic obviously put a uh, stop on some of those. But you know, conventions are starting to come back again. You know, like I mentioned, the airport is also a tremendous asset. You know, for folks to be able just to fly in ease of access for meetings or for meeting planners to be able to fly in their attendees super easy and, 
you know, you mentioned MARTA, and again, that access from to have a train directly to the airport to downtown, which also takes folks further up into Midtown and Buckhead, it, it's such an asset. And uh, we've got the uh, Atlanta Streetcar, which is a really, um, really nice addition to be able to take folks from Centennial Olympic Park, and it can actually take you into the Sweet Auburn District and the Martin Luther King uh, Junior National Historical Park is one of the stops adjacent uh, to that little ring. So, um, yeah, again, accessibility is one of Atlanta's strong points, and it just kind of ties back into the, the city's history. Hmm. Now, Travis, you've, meant, you've kind of touched on some of the famous people who put Atlanta on the map, like Jimmy Carter, Ted Turner, Hank Aaron. Can you tell us some more? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, um, Hank Aaron, Braves legend, Ted Turner, CNN mogul, and President Carter. Um, one of my personal favorite ATLians, as we call them, uh, would be the <laughs> duo of Outkast, uh, Big Boy and Andre 3000. Uh, I actually had the honor of being able to meet Big Boy a few years ago. We were filming. It was actually when Atlanta was hosting uh, Super Bowl 53. And we were putting together this incredible video of famous, um, famous Atlantans, and we had Big Boy doing a, a welcome uh, greeting, which was really cool. Um, uh, Sarah Blakely, you know, the CEO of uh, Spanx, is mm-hmm. a local resident here, and she is an incredible uh, person when it comes to, you know, business and and entrepreneurship. Um, I mean, we had a star-studded lineup for for this. Um, I mean, you, we've got our lovely, um, you know, Nene Leakes is a member of the Atlanta Housewives cast, and that franchise has has really taken off. And what's funny is since Atlanta is such a magnet for film now, we're one of like they have such great film production you will run into famous people literally just in neighborhoods where they're filming. Um, a few weeks ago, my friends and I were walking on the Atlanta Beltline and Owen Wilson drew, rode by on one of those bird scooters. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, again, you, you never know who you're going to see, whether it's a local or an actor or actress who is here filming a movie. Great. We're talking with Travis Curry of Discover Atlanta. And, Travis, since this is a travel show, we'd like to know how many hotel rooms Atlanta has and how many new hotels are planned for the immediate future. Well, I can tell you right now that Metro Atlanta has well over uh, 100,000 hotel rooms without the, throughout the, the metro area. So the inventory <laughs> is, is expansive. Um, you know, downtown alone, there's, uh, you know, more than 12,000 hotel rooms within walking distance of the convention and entertainment district. Um, so the inventory is, is there. Um, and we've gotten some, despite the pandemic, you know, kind of slowing things down, we've been really fortunate with our hotel um, development because we've gotten some new properties open. Uh, one in Midtown is called the Epicure in Atlanta, and it bills itself as a like a food-themed hotel. They've got a signature restaurant. Um, and the coolest thing about it is they have a culinary theater. So imagine 
um, sort of a stadium seating equipped with monitors, and it, there is a um, a host that's able to do cooking uh, demos and instructions and things like that. So that's such a really cool culinary-focused uh, property. Uh, we just have um, a boutique upscale property known as the Thompson Open in Buckhead, which is um, kind of the neighborhood known for its high-end shopping, where you can also find the Atlanta History Center. And in Old Fourth Ward, one of my personal new favorites is called the Wiley Hotel. And it is across the street from Pont City Market, which is this fabulous development with uh, local shops and uh, food stalls from local chefs right along the Atlanta Beltline. Um, so all over the city, whether it's on the west side, the east side, midtown, downtown, we've, we've got the hotels and we've got some cool new properties for folks to check out. That's great. One of my favorite places to stay is the Georgian Terrace right across the street from the historic Fox Theater, one block from a Marta stop and walking distance to the Varsity. Plus, it's a member of Historic Hotels of America, so it has to be at least 50 years old and meet certain standards of excellence. A really great place that I recommend. You agree? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Georgian Terrace, uh, fantastic property. Great location. And we, you already mentioned the Epicurean, so I'll pass the baton to Mary Ellen for her question. Oh, listen, Travis, you got to tell us about the Chattahoochee Food Works. It sounds so intriguing. Yes. So food halls are all the craze here in Atlanta. Um, I, I mean, it's just a cool thing to be able to go into one place and everybody get different things. And when you're blessed with such a great culinary scene like we are, you know, Chattahoochee Food Works, I was there for the first time a few weeks ago. It actually opened uh, during the pandemic. And I had my choices between banh mi sandwiches, um, arepas, or um, I think I ended up getting um, kolaches and empanadas. So the food halls are really cool, and Chattahoochee Food Works is on the west side, which is kind of having a development boom right now. Oh, that's great. You're listening to Travel Itch Radio with Dan Schlossberg and Mary Ellen Nugent Lee. We're on iTunes, blogtalkradio.com, and Facebook. Check out the archive show at your convenience and listen to us talking right now to Travis Curry of Discover Atlanta. Now, Travis, we have to mention Illuminarium, too. It sounds like a lot of lights in the apex, the oldest black history museum in Atlanta. Yeah, two very different experiences. So yeah. um, Illuminarium is actually uh, the city's kind of newest attraction. Um, it is a one-of-a-kind. They are building more, but as of right now, Atlanta is the only one. But it's this immersive um, experience using 4K video and sounds, and it literally you walk into this room, and there's the walls are screens, and it takes you into the African savanna. So you're literally standing right there, and then there's a lion like two feet from your face. So I Ooh. could sit here and talk about it all day, but you definitely got to check it out. And um, on a completely separate sort of um, experience is the uh, Apex Museum, which is the African-American panoramic experience, and it's in the Sweet Auburn District, very close to the MLK Histor National Historical Park, and it's devoted entirely to African-American history, and it's just a great place to learn more about um, America's first black-owned businesses and their sort of, you know, um, contributions to life in Georgia. And I know Atlanta is great for both spectator and participation sports, but isn't the city also home to the College Football Hall of Fame? 
Yes, Atlanta is a college football city with uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium and the College Football Hall of Fame, which is an incredible facility. They use technology to make the exhibits interactive. There's a wall of collegiate football helmets. You walk inside, you, the staff help you pick your alma mater. It illuminates your, uh, helmet, your school's helmet on the wall, and it's just such a cool, fun museum because sometimes museums can be – you know, not the most thrilling things, but College Football Hall of Fame is not one of those. It's a fantastic facility. And Atlanta is in northern Georgia, far from the coast, but the Georgia Aquarium is still pretty special, and I believe the largest aquarium in the Western Hemisphere. Tell us a little about it. Yeah, so, you know, Georgia Aquarium um, was really sort of the catalyst for this kind of downtown entertainment district that Atlanta has. Um, when it was built, it was the, the master plan, World of Coca-Cola moved, and it's such a special place. I mean, when you talk about the conservation efforts they have, they have beluga whales, they have whale sharks. Um, the amount of knowledge you can gain uh, from that aquarium is incredible. They have fantastic events that they host uh, as a, another way to bring in additional revenue. Um, it's it's really cool. It's, it's one of my favorite places in the city, one of the most Instagram spots in the city as well. And I love animals, so I'd like to know what's going on at Zoo Atlanta. Yeah, so Zoo Atlanta is uh, right next door to where the Cyclorama building used to be in Grant Park. And um, their most recent exhibit is the African Savannah. Elephants, giraffes, rhinoceros, um, They've got some of the really the best animals there. They have the two twin pandas that are adorable. In fact, you can even log on to their website, and you can see, you can watch them on the, the panda cam. So animal fans will absolutely love it. Oh, we're talking with Travis Curry of Discover Atlanta, and we've got about three minutes left. Yeah. Travis, with all the excitement going on around town, is Westside Park the best place to find Serenity now? Isn't that the largest green space in town? Yeah, it's, it's the newest and the largest. So it was built around a uh, former quarry that they filled in, and it's now the water feature of the park. And it's over there on the west side, not far from Chattahoochee Food Works, where we were talking about earlier. And I had the opportunity to visit it for the first time a few weeks ago. I brought the dog out there, and... It's, it's just so cool. I mean, Atlanta is known as the city in the forest because we have such a huge urban tree canopy compared to other cities. And to be able to, to be in such, surrounded by such greenery and fresh air, yet still see skyscrapers and high-rises, um, I, I love it. Coming from a small town, it's really cool. And congratulations again on the World Series. As I mentioned, I covered two of the games and later watched the Braves Victory Parade on TV. Is there anything we haven't asked that you'd like to add? I mean, I got to tell you, we, we covered a lot in a very little time. And uh, I just want to everyone to know that, you know, Atlanta is a really special place. And even if you have been to it before, come back because I guarantee you there's new stuff for you to see. If you were here two years ago, again, come back because I guarantee you there's still new stuff to see. There's always things popping up and at facilities that are introducing new things, new food, uh, new outdoor experiences. So I promise that your listeners will not be disappointed when they come to visit us in Atlanta. And for more well, tell information, them how to learn discover more. Atlanta. 
Yeah, sorry. Thank you. DiscoverAtlanta.com. We've got everything you need from itineraries to uh, ideas. You can look into the Atlanta City Pass to get a discounted entry into some of the attractions that we talked about. So DiscoverAtlanta.com has everything that a visitor would need. And our special guest tonight has been Travis Curry of Discover Atlanta. Thank you for being our guest on Travel It's Radio. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Mary Ellen. It was a pleasure. Thank and you. that's it for this edition of Travel Witch Radio. Next week, same time, same station, same writer, same announcers. We will go to Las Vegas for a visit to the Venetians. Now, this is Dan Schlossberg, along with my beautiful and talented co-host, Mary Ellen Newton-Lee, saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, good night and stay safe. <laughs>